0: Location, Location, Location. This isn't just the central mantra for estate agents, landscape artists, or cinematographers. Instead, it's a critical lens in which to understand Scripture. So often, the WHERE leads us straight to the WHY. When we consider the WHERE in the ministry of Jesus, in many instances we are drawn to wide-open expanses, places that are physically telling visually captivating each worthy of an epic film in and of themselves for example jesus's baptism in the river jordan which is set in the center of the great african rift valley at the lowest point on planet earth his temptation in the judean wilderness where jesus was alone in a vast mars-like arid landscape his ministry on the sea of galilee his farming and agricultural parables his travels to the mediterranean coast his transfiguration on a mountaintop his crucifixion on top of Calvary, and finally his ascension into heaven from the Mount of Olives. And yet, in today's Gospel reading, John chapter 20, verses 19 to 31, where the resurrected Jesus reveals himself to the disciples and to a doubting Thomas, we find ourselves in a totally different kind of setting. John's resurrection account has so far only given us three locations— a rock-cut empty tomb, a maintained urban garden, and now a locked upstairs room filled with disciples. These confined and finite physical spaces somehow reflect the density of the city of Jerusalem as well as the continued threat posed by the Roman occupying empire. While John says that the resurrection of Jesus caused the disciples to be overjoyed, In stark contrast, Jesus' resurrection actually raises his security risk in the eyes of the Roman officials to unprecedented levels, especially as they'd only just murdered him. So the emotion, the tension, and even the claustrophobia are palpable. And yet, in the epicenter of this enclosed padlocked room, Jerusalem's most wanted man, Jesus, appears. With his very first word he completely shifts the atmosphere alters the dynamics the risen jesus says shalom which can mean peace or well-being or wholeness then jesus appeals to optics just as location is critical so too our visuals jesus shows the disciples His hands and his side, and they say, We have seen the Lord. In what feels somewhat like a repeat encounter, one week later, Jesus again shows Thomas his wounds and says to him, See my hands. Finally, John says that Jesus does something that is currently an arrestable offence in the Republic of Ireland, for now at least. He breathes on the disciples. Of course, breath in both Biblical Hebrew and Greek is the same word for spirit. In doing so, Jesus echoes the breath of God that creates the world. In this instance, Jesus' breath creates a spirit of forgiveness, possibly to address infighting and cantankerous behavior that arose amongst the disciples following Jesus' crucifixion. It is five weeks now since schools, colleges and other public facilities closed in the wake of the coronavirus outbreak and we know that there are at least another three weeks to go if not more. Already the motto has expanded to say stay safe, stay home, stay sane. Indeed it is horrific to note such a surge in reports of severe domestic violence at this time. And yet the resurrected Jesus entered into an anxious, cramped, locked-down room. Into this location, he made peace, well-being, and wholeness become reality. He showed the signs of his resurrection for all to see, and he healed through the breath, through his breath of forgiveness. If the novelty of lockdown has worn off, the walls are starting to close in. Self-isolation is becoming severely tested. How then can our confined context, our current location, our home itself, join in this resurrection story? Well, firstly, there is Christ's shalom, his peace. Where in our homes do we encounter the peace of Christ? Perhaps it's somewhere to escape to, like the garden, a hammock, a tree hut, or a chair by a sunny window. Or perhaps it's somewhere right in the hustle and bustle of our home, like a workstation or the kitchen table. How then can our place of peace be enriched as a set apart, intentional place of encounter with Christ? Perhaps like Thomas, this can be a sacred space with Christ for all our doubts. Secondly, there are the signs of resurrection. On Palm Sunday, households were encouraged to place palm crosses in their windows as witnesses to their Christian faith. In addition, we could explore placing the ichthus fish symbol on our cars. How, though, can we think creatively about decorating, designing, and surrounding our homes with the resurrection story, so that all may see and believe? Finally, there is Christ's breath of forgiveness. How do we respond to the promptings of Jesus to seek reconciliation? and to forgive at this time of both heightened social neglect and household overload. Location, 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 how can our where lead us to our why, the risen Lord Jesus Christ?